hi everyone welcome to we should play this is the show where we all play the same game and have different experiences and discuss it here on the show and this month we're talking about a plague tale i got excited because we're doing medieval games and i love anything said in a sort of medieval era prepare yourselves because much like Jon snow said dad jokes are coming i must say this game is pretty sick Ouch. Oh no, I think I, I just got the plague. This is A Plague Tale Innocence, which was released in 2019, and there is a sequel planned for this year. That's exciting, because the sequel implies that someone will survive this game, because it's very touch and go right now. The stakes are so high, just even in the beginning, like, story-wise. What devilry is this? We must go. Immediately. I mean, it starts off really nice. I mean, the way this game opens up, it's, it's almost like it could have potentially been a completely different game because they had all this these beautiful assets this beautiful lighting you're walking through this uh autumn lit forest orange and reds everywhere and you're basically just going uh to go to this apple tree where you're going to practice using your slingshot you know do this little test that your dad set up for you I guess it's a test, right? It's like a Yeah, it's so peaceful it's and cute. like we've got this loving father that's like, yeah, practice your slingshot skills and you take in the scenery. It doesn't stay that way for very long. But the feast isn't on your plate quite no. yet. No, no, no. Go Leon. Don't lose the scent. This boar runs off and our dog chases after the boar. Yes. Lion. Uh, Leon. <laughs> Leon. Leon. We finally catch up and find the boar is like decayed, destroyed. And my immediate thought is like, oh no, the dog. Yeah, no, of course, the dog. Yeah, everything changed. Like it went from like that beautiful like sky, like shades of pink and like autumn everywhere to just gray clouds. The music changed as well. You're just kind of like, Oh no. It's very cruel. It's very cruel for them to introduce the dog because on top of that, like in the very beginning, literally the first thing you can do as you step into this game is like this button pops up that says press Y to pet the dog. So you have a little tiny cutscene where you're petting the dog. So they made sure you bonded with the dog before they, shocker, they killed it. Uh, the dog was in this like black hole. It was sort of this hole sticking out of the ground. It's like a big a groundhog hole, but it's all like disease ridden and stuff. And he's sort of half sticking out of it. And then something pulls him into the hole, uh, just as your dad comes up on it. And your dad's basically like, let's leave. Let's get out of here. Do we think games treat dogs well, or do they just use it for emotional trauma? Especially whenever you name the dog and have a prompt to pet the dog. <sighs> like it could have just been like, hey, there is dog. There is the family dog, the hunting dog. You could have called it the hunting dog and it'd been great. Like, hey, it still sucks to see the dog get dragged down, but at least I don't have a personal connection. Like Leon, my my puppy, like we just met. It's so great to meet you. Yeah, she she's actively using dialogue of like, I love you. I have raised you since you were a puppy. You are the light of my life. I shall organize a hunt. Go and find your mother. Tell her I must speak with her. You get to explore the estate and um, finally meet up with the mother Beatrice, who I feel like doesn't give Amicia much attention. 
So I do feel feel bad for her a little bit because we yeah. do have that like sibling rivalry almost because Hugo does get the attention because we find out Hugo, the little brother, is sick and that's why he's getting so much attention. He gets these weird headaches. So we kind of learn that, you know, he gets these headaches and his mom helps like talk him through the headaches, like breathe, Hugo, you have to relax, Hugo, and then they go away. But we all kind of hear that high pitched, like uh, high frequency sound go off. So I think he has superpowers. I wonder if he's causing the plague. God, I'm mm. jumping ahead. We haven't even See, talked about the plague yet. Yeah, we haven't even gotten to the plague yet, but I think that's also another possibility of they need to eliminate him because he's, like, got the super plague or something. I mean, that's a fair trade-off. Stop the plague versus Hugo. I would turn in this kid. Literally, you see your father decapitated in front of you during this scene as the Inquisition rolls in. And then your mother also gets stabbed so hard through her belly that the door she's leaning behind, like the sword comes through the door. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I toss the kid aside, but he's so well-mannered and you just... So I have I have a whole as to why Hugo should be left behind section. So we will hammer that home later. It's just a really harsh reality that you're thrown into. Like, you mm. immediately use your parents, you lose all these people you used to know, the comfort of your manner, and the game progresses with just you and Hugo kind of making your way to the next part of the section, which is, like, you need to find the doctor. Your mother, her last words are just, like, find the doctor, he helped cure Hugo, he'll help you again, he'll keep you safe. So you're both thrown into this uh, sad reality that both your parents are gone, and on top of that, you're the older sibling, and the game mm -hmm. basically uh, continues to enforce that by making you have to tell your own younger brother that your parents are still alive and they'll just meet us later. Come on. First, we have to get dry. This kind of expands the world a little bit because we reach a village. There are, like, markings on doors. Villages are running away. Um, the plague is a very real thing at this point. And I think we're just finally getting to that point of figuring out the actual fear of people who are dying, people who are trying to hide from other people who have already been infected. But we don't really know the extent of it at this point yet because, I mean, they're kids. I don't think they fully grasped it yet. Uh, I don't think they do either. Also, they're really privileged. Like, again, they live in this estate, which is very much separated from this village, which is more humble. It's a lot more quaint. People live, you know... They're peasants, basically. Mm -hmm. And so she, she lives in this nice house and stuff. So I think the most she hears about the plague is just from the way that the gardener and the people who work there kind of just, like, talk about, like, hey, Fred died the other day. He was, like, covered in boils. I like how you bring up the fact that they're sheltered because there was a point where you're walking through the village. You, obviously, people are shutting their doors, kind of, like, telling them they don't belong there. And at one point, Hugh drops a line where he's like, oh... I smell barbecue. Like, this is great. You turn the corner and someone's on a pyre. And it's like, Hugh, come on. Like, <laughs> just don't speak. Just don't speak, don't especially the steak. Yeah. Oh, it. at that point, I was like, man, this is going to be rough for him, especially if he doesn't know the world around him. You really can't blame him for that. But I was like, man, that's not barbecue, my friend. That is not. Yeah, I feel like that's also something that makes this game really good, is that grittiness of the time period. Um, they don't shy away from it. They're like, this was an actual thing. Yes, we have some, like, 
maybe eccentric fictional things that are going to happen in a bit, but this is like that raw, gross, gritty feel of that time. Yeah. I mean, you play Skyrim and you're like, oh, medieval game, super fun. Yeah. The best. And Plague's Tale's like, yeah, but also this was happening. But I'm telling you, this is the last village you'll infect. Amicia! Come on! This is a huge part of why the game was making me actively sweat, is there's no sort of guidance. The game is not hand-holding you at all. It's just placing you in a place and then just going, go. There's people chasing you. And people chase you all the time in this game. People do not mm -hmm. like you. Mm -hmm. But it, it was super hard for me to figure out, do I take a left? Do I take a right? I had to make split-second decisions that would save my life. Not my character, me, the player. If I messed up, then I would have to watch my character get killed, and it was terrifying every time. But I, I feel like that's how they really engross you in the game, is forcing you to be to like feel like these kids do. You're vulnerable, you're running, you don't know what to do. And luckily after running for a really long time, this nice old lady lets us into her house. I was so relieved, but also scared because I thought she was gonna turn on us or something and like yeah. turn us in. But um, she was really nice, Claire V. We meet her, she's like, there's some clothes upstairs, go get changed, you know, use my workbench and fix your weapons and uh, she was awesome. I loved her. This was like the first time you could pause and breathe in the game since like before the whole dad getting decapitated thing. Um, so it was so nice to have this little moment. And she had like a nice little backyard as well, a little yeah. garden area. Honestly, she has a really good plot of land. I was thinking like she has a great plot of land. I don't think anybody else has like a garden in the back. The real estate. The real estate, the real estate is good. Mm. Mommy will protect us. That's enough. I want to see mommy. mommy is dead, Hugo. You'll never see her again. Oh, daddy. Amicia. I do have, this is the first knock on Hugo. This is, Ooh. let's chalk it up. When he was swinging that hammer in the house, just like, that was the first, that was the first knock. I was like, Hugo, buddy, <laughs> you don't want to do this, man. But yeah, it, him right there, because like, he was obviously getting pissed off for like, reasons and like he doesn't know and you said he was playing with his toys whenever his mom got killed but like dude if someone's chasing you the point is to be quiet don't go bob the builder on us and like just start swinging in this lady's house you'll not only get yourself killed but this poor old lady who just decided to help you Yes, I actually hate this scene. And this is the the scene that made me dislike Hugo for the first time because He's so whiny. He's like, I want my mom. And Amicia, like, blows up at him and says, your mom's dead. Like, that's what happened. Yeah, she wasn't, like, great at telling him that. But he starts screaming. He runs off. He's like, I want my mommy. Like, runs away. It I'm like, Hugo, did you not just do the last 20 minutes with us where we were running from people who were trying to kill us? Do you not? Can you not connect the dots? He was still playing with his toys in his mind. He was like, <laughs> I'm still here. All right. I cannot defend that. Hugo definitely messed up there. And I, I really love just like the emotional depth they give these characters because when Amicia's like, your mom is dead. You need to go get over it. it I think she's also processing that as well. Yeah. And she's also kind of like telling herself in a sense what's going on. Because she keeps reiterating over and over, like, stay calm, stay calm, stay calm. Mm -hmm. This woman is ready to snap at any moment. I don't know how this 12-year-old's, like, going on as, as she is. Um, 
But again, Hugo is four years old. I don't think he has a concept of like what death is even. So this mm. is kind of like, it's so hard. It's like, I cannot stand you in this moment, but I also know you're such a dumb little <laughs> toddler right now. We go to the church um, and we can kind of get this nice moment of Hugo and Amicia kind of reconciling because they've you know, been together. They're walking through the church. Um, they're talking about like praying for their parents. Uh, I thought it was a really nice, like, brother-sister moment. And then immediately after, we're back into (laughs) running. I like the church scene. They they light a candle for the parents because Hugo's like, what are these candles? And Amici's kind of teaching him a little bit. And again, he's sheltered. He's never been outside this estate. So she's teaching him about the world um, as we go through. And he just, like, lights a candle for his parents. And we walk around the church, like you said. We start collecting uh, materials to upgrade stuff. Um, I I love that church scene. Didn't know where I was supposed to go again. Game doesn't guide me at all. So it's very kind of like you just rely on exploring stuff. Father! It takes another turn. Like, you thought the dog was bad. You thought the people getting killed were bad. The rats. The rats. Uh, What type of rats are we dealing with here, too, where, like, all the candles get blown out? Like, they set the scene. (laughs) They made an entrance. They're like, if we're going to do this, we're going to go big here. So uh, we talk to a priest who's going to lead us to uh, a pathway that is going to lead us to the doctor's farm. But he's like, hey, it's just me here. Also, we passed a bunch of graves that he d- he made for the other priests that died in this temple. It's just him and another guy. And as soon as this guy starts walking into the church, he's like, Father Morel, Father Morel. I knew that guy was dead. Oh, but yeah. The moment. The moment he said It was that. dark and creepy. Like, there's no way he's alive. No. <laughs> and you're dead, too. And he was. <laughs> and he was. <laughs> the rats came for him very oh. quickly. Oh, my God. It's a different take on the Black Plague, which was, you know, historically brought by the rats or the fleas on the rats that spread the plague. But instead of that, just like making people sick, these rats fully attack people. Stop right there. He's contagious. We get to the farm and Hugo's like, oh, look at the pigs. And like just goes to pet like random animals and like running around. Gotta put a leash on that kid. I was just about to say. We need one of those little backpacks with the hooks on them. Yeah. Yeah. We meet Lucas, this other little boy, who I feel is a little more competent. Let's trade. So, love that. Also, too, before you get into the basement, again, Hugo being a child, being the saint that Mm -hmm. he is, ignore everything I said before about me hating him, but we're... They're like, Hugo's like, oh my gosh, it's such a cute pig. And this is when you're luring the pig into the kill box for the rats. I was like, Hugo, no, don't do this to me. Don't make me feel bad about killing this pig that you suddenly become attached to. Yeah, there's this section where there are a bunch of rats and we have to find a way past them. And Lucas and Amicia come up with this beautiful idea to lure in a live pig and then turn off the lights. And then the rats just kill the pig, and that way we can get away. This is almost as bad as the dog scene, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. It was rough. So and, and leading up to, like, getting into the actual farm, there were, like, 
I didn't process it. And then when you come across, you have like knock down something to walk across this bridge. There are literally mountains of pigs all over the place. Like hundreds upon thousands of dead bodies just piled on top of each other. And I didn't realize it until like you knock down the bridge and then like four pigs just slide down the hill. I think for the first four chapters, I am very intrigued by this. This has been on my backlog for so long and I'm so excited that this is actually a pleasant surprise at how good this game is. And I love the story. I love the game mechanic. I'm going to go ahead and say this is a four out of five right now. Because I, I don't like giving a five out of five. That's like a per too perfect of a score. <laughs> so I'll say four out of five, but in my heart, it's a five out of five. That's fair enough. And for all that it's worth, like, yes, this is a video game, but I feel as if it's in its own category as far as being like a cinematic video game, if that's going to be a category for anything. It plays like Hellblade. It has a great story. The mystery, too. Like, we're still building on what, like, who is Hugo? Like, what what's wrong with him? But for a rating for at least chapters one to four, I'm going to give this a four rats out of five. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> I want zero rats in this game. That's how you get it to a five for me. I think this is one of those games where like story came first. Story is the foundation of everything. And the, and the reason why I like it is because so much reverence has been paid to that and to building up this like all these characters and the depth. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. Um, stealth games are not usually my thing because I just get very panicky and very scared. Um, and this game has a way of making me feel vulnerable in, in a way that I've never really felt in a video game. So all that said, I still think it's a four, but I want to rate it higher. I want to say a little bit more. Can I say a 4.5? Because I think it's just really polished, really good and I really want to see what happens. I'm so agreeing with you because I don't think it's at the point where I think it's the perfect game, but it is ranking so high for me because I don't have a lot to complain about. No, me no. neither. If anything. Just the dog, just the dog. That's why just it's not a dog. five out of five. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Exactly. You're not getting a five because you killed the dog. That's your punishment. Uh, thank you guys so much for watching and listening to We Should Play. We're going to continue A Plague Tale next week, so if you want to play along with us, go check out chapters 5 through 8 before the episode, and uh, we'll see you then. And make sure to answer our question of the week, what is your favorite dog in a video game? Uh, I think we each have our favorites. Dog meat is mine. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? I love me some dog meat. Yep. Dog meat, for sure. Dog meat. Dog meat's for VIP sure. for sure. Um, <laughs> so let us know yours. Thanks again for watching and listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.